Hello and welcome back to the Can We Just Ask podcast. I'm Annie. And I'm Will. And today we are joined by two members of the Gucci gang, Thais and Angelina. And we recorded this conversation in Paris, where these girls came together over a love of fashion, but have now used their influence to create a collective called Safe Place. Safe Place is a community where women can come together to share their stories, break down taboos and bring women together in community to encourage education, debate and discussion. We had a really interesting conversation with Thais and Angelina about why Gen Z are so engaged, the impact of social media on community activism and community building. And we also talked about how community activism starts at home. You don't have to be stood on the world stage next to Donald Trump to make an impact. Although, granted, sometimes that might help. If you are impacted by anything in this conversation, we are partnering with The Mix Charity, who are a great place to go to if you want anyone to talk to, any professional help, or just anywhere to have a discussion. This episode is in partnership with Tom's, and we're very excited to get into it. If you're enjoying the podcast, then please do let us know. You can find us on social media at Can We Just Ask. And you can also give us a rating and a review on your favourite podcast platform. It's really easy to do. Just click a button. But for now, let's get into the conversation. This is Can We Just Ask? Can small voices ever make a big enough impact? The only way you create change is by standing up and campaigning for those things you care for. If we hold ourselves individually to hire a cat, the world will be a better place. For me, communication is, is the key to absolutely everything. How can we all save the what world? it means to be a man or indeed a human. There's no such thing as a stupid question. The Can We Just Ask podcast starts conversations that matter. Welcome to the Can We Just Ask podcast. We are very, very excited to be joined by Angelina and Thais, who are two quarters of the Gucci gang. A half. Yes. A half, <laughs> basically. Uh, hello. Uh, thank you for inviting us uh, on your Can We Just Ask podcast. Uh, my name is Angelina. Uh, so I'm part of the Gucci gang and of Safe Place. And by the way, we're not four in Safe Place. It's more people. Mm -hmm. We are so the Gucci gang. So there's four of us, me, Thais, here. Uh, Crystal, Annabelle, but also Svet, who is the manager, and uh, there is Eve and Gaia, and at the beginning, and now also, it was a couple of uh, directors that work with us all the time, mm -hmm. called the Bardos. Mm -hmm. um, safe Place is more like um, a collective, a collective uh -huh. of people. It's not just four of us, and it's always growing. Mm. And for people that aren't familiar with um, Safe Place and the work that you're doing, can you explain a little bit about how it came about and what it is that you're doing with the project? It's just, um, we created this, I think, two years ago now. So at the beginning, we, it was just a discussion uh, between uh, our crew, the Gucci gang. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just discovered that we had so many issues uh, as women. And we'd never speak about this in between us, even if we were best friend and telling everything between us. Mm. So we're like, oh, there is a lack of uh, expressing ourselves and everything. Mm. So then we were like, oh, we need to open uh, email. And the email was um, safeplacegirls at uh, gmail.com. And... We thought we were never going to have one email <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> and when uh, we just published it on Instagram, I say, uh, if you have a story you want to talk about uh, as a woman, uh, just write on this email. Mm. 
And we received, uh, I don't know, like uh, at the beginning, uh, hundreds and hundreds of emails. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So we're like, okay, there is a lot of <laughs> taboos in France and uh, we need to do something with all of these um, uh, experiences that we receive. Mm. So first we did a talk show. So we invited a, a girl that uh, sent us an email mm. and she told us about her story and we took uh, uh, someone to speak with her and we spoke with her, posted it on YouTube. But it was a really complicated for like um, format. How do you format? Yeah, format. Yeah. Format. Yeah, it's yeah. the same. And we decided to do other format and mm. also to be uh, in real life. So we did this event first and another event with Tums, mm. uh, and where we uh, we um, invite other girls to speak about more subjects. So I think now Safe Place is more about expre- expressing uh, ourselves yeah. as women. Yeah. And help uh, other women to talk when they don't have much of a chance to do it. Mm. You know, try at yeah. least. Mm. Of course, we could talk about like anything that touch like women and women in general. You know, mm. but it's more like everything that touch your freedom as a woman, uh, your sexuality, your, your body. body. You mm. know, mm. and nobody talks about. I mean, it's quite changing. I feel like since we because it's funny when we started Safe Place. Uh, the whole Harvey Weinstein and Me Too stuff wasn't out yet. Yeah. So for us, it was like we never heard stories like this you know, before. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was really like new. And then we started Safe Place, and uh, like just I think a few days be- after, or before I don't remember. There was the the whole Me Too thing went out, yeah. and so at yeah. this point, I think that it started to change, and like mm. more and more people talk. Mm. But I think it's really important to talk about things that are qui dérange, uh, yeah. disturbing, disturbing yeah. and yes. annoying yeah. to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess that's exactly how um, how we can move forward, right? If, if until we acknowledge that these issues exist, yeah, we just perpetuate them and we just allow them to continue. But with more and more people using their voices and their stories and their experiences, um, it actually highlights to other people that these things are going on, even if we don't have personal experience. And so having having a platform gives voices to people who didn't necessarily know where they could share, share before. Uh, so it's amazing that you're doing that for for people and for for young women. I, it's really I, cool. I find it quite interesting. It's this the name Safe Place is a really great name, and I think we because we we have we've been having discussions about masculinity as well as uh, gender inequality and, and looking at all sides of the spectrum. And I think what is missing is a place where people feel comfortable to talk. But I I, I wonder why why do you think we need those spaces why isn't society that safe place i think it's what we felt at the beginning that we don't have any safe place mm. so that's why we created this mm. uh, but also it's um, the government is not taking care of this mm. um, they don't create safe place so we had to if old people don't do it we need to do it <laughs> and no, it's very sad because uh, I feel like we need to 
to fight all the time to be heard by the government. Mm. And when it's huge, huge, huge enough, they're going to do something. Yeah. And even when they do something, it's very small compared of well, like what they need to do. Yeah. Mm. I think I feel like we focus a lot uh, on some topics, but at the beginning, I think it's uh, all about education, uh, being safe, being okay. I f- hear a lot of stories this time about people having anxiety. Uh, I think we are in a society that is really hard and very tough. Uh, having a job is very hard. Going to school is very hard for some people. Everything is very hard. And we need to focus on uh, ourselves and think about uh, what Else. do we like mm. uh, to educate ourselves, educate others, mm-hmm. share things. Mm. And this is very important. So, but I think the next generation really yeah. wants this because yeah. maybe our parents <laughs> yeah. didn't. I mean, our generation is less, I think, than the generation before. But even like my parents, they didn't really talk about stuff, and you know, like you found like sexuality and yeah. what is wrong, what is okay. Mm. So if my generation didn't get this message, like the generation before, it's worse, you know? Mm. So I think that starting from now, like the next generation, my kids, her kids, if if we have kids, I think that we will talk more and try to educate and be more open about subjects. You know, before it was, there's so many things that are changing. I think it's also important to acknowledge the fact that it's changing, you know, like before it was pink for girls blue for boys and you're not gay you're not anything it's not okay you know now we can start to talk about stuff and you know be open-minded i feel like it's changing definitely um i think it will be different it's the only way to to think you know if we think like it's gonna be bad it's gonna be and that's what i was gonna say i think it's really important to have that mentality because sometimes i know that in in the past i felt really overwhelmed by how far away from where i would like us to be in society um and how do we possibly get there because it feels like too much of a jump but actually we are seeing um people making changes. And I think think a lot of that comes from how um, inspired and energized young people are. Like you said, the um, people are stepping up and speaking out about things that we weren't necessarily talking about before. So even just from a place of awareness, mm-hmm. things are shifting and we're opening up the conversations Um which is really exciting. And if we think of it as being too big, then we'll never make any progress. Whereas if we can just kind of be where we are and open up in the, you know, in the capacity that we can right now, then we start taking these small steps forward. And, and there's definitely an energy for change right now. Yeah. People are ready for it. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, maybe playing devil's advocate a little bit, because people have been trying to make a change for a long time. So obviously we, we had the suffragettes back in the, 90, the early 1900s and with the um, activism, the black rights activism, anti-apartheid movements and all that stuff. So people have been trying to make change for a long time. Do you think social media is making a difference for these movements and allowing us to see more points of view, which maybe opens our minds a little bit more? I think social media now, our generation, everybody wants to be part of something. And mm. not even in social media, even in life, like 
Everyone has a group, everyone has a style, everyone has a... You cannot, I feel like you cannot be not uh, into politics. Some, like it, it somehow, somewhere, you yeah. are part of something. Yeah. I mean, our generation. And in a way, on social media, it became like cool to be an activist yeah. or like mm. you have you know, these cool vibes when you're feminist and everything, but it's not bad. You know what? You can mm. surf on this vibe and, you know, just do it because you think it's cool. Do mm. it because it will be heard. Mm. Mm. So even if yeah. you think it's just like for clout or like for being cool to be like an activist, yeah. do it because yeah. it doesn't change. It's better than, it's better than anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't care when people do it and it sounds fake or yeah. it doesn't sound like they they're really passionate about it. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, mm. honestly, yeah. The the only thing that matters is that we talk about stuff and it's heard by people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel when it's a good thing to it fight to for. Be, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're university. You are an yeah. activist in something mm. like, like a sport or mm. ecology or something, and now it's on social media. Yeah. Mm. So you can gather more and more people. You can your 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 voice can be heard. Like. We have a safe place because we have the social media. Yeah. It's, uh, now we, I think we are trying to go back to, because I think social media is really good, mm. but at the same time, we are going to go back to some real life. Mm. I feel more and more uh, events, for example, are being created because we need to be together, yeah. to speak together and... This is it's, it's nice to spill. Yeah, there are some limits to yeah, social media, and I think we are going well. back to real life because it's really important. It's different to speak. I, I have so many friends; they speak so much, and they know how to speak on social media, and they just chat the whole day. Mm-hmm. But In when real they are real, like very with real <laughs> people, they don't really speak. They don't know how to act. They don't know what to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, and it's a real issue. So I think we need also to be careful and uh, use yeah. the the social media the good way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think we all gonna be back at some point to yeah, you know the real life, real human life, connection, human right? connection. Because we yeah, I don't think that can't live without this. <laughs> yeah, I read so much stuff about like how uh, our generation is like obsessed with our phones and like we're all gonna die on our phones we don't <laughs> listen to each other we don't have you know any moments of uh, uh, real uh, friendship and love yeah. because we're always on the phone but I think it's fake and it's not true fake news yeah I mm. think it's not true and like you can be on your phone and still be like aware of like where you, you that you are with someone and you are talking with someone and I think that to um, even the two of us when we are together (laughs) we are sometimes when we are tired and we can be on our phones but I think when we are at the coffee or something we're not like on our our phones like the old generations are writing like like the Gen Z they are all on their phones and they are like crazy but I should be more on their phone to know better (laughs) 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 I think something that you said that was really important there though was the word awareness right because there, there are some people um, who, you know, it's different for everybody. And there are some people that use their phone as an escape and yeah. lose or aren't able to develop the um, the necessary tools and emotions and skills to have those meaningful conversations in real life. Um, but then there are also 
other people on the on the flip side who have much better boundaries and awareness of when there is a time to be online and offline. And actually, one of the things when we were talking um, on on our way here was about this this idea of of activism and community and the benefits of communities online versus offline. So, for for example, when we started, can we just ask? We deliberately started with events because we wanted to have people in a room to have really human debates, discussions, and um, and have people in a physical space together. Um, and that's been really amazing for mm. us. And we've had some incredible conversations. The limitation of that is the accessibility. And we realized that we wanted to reach more people. Some of the conversations that we were having, all of the conversations were so valuable that we wanted to share them beyond the people that were free on a certain day at a certain time. And that's why we're now doing the podcast. Um, that's the pitch. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's, but, but you, I think there's, there is a, a benefit to both, right? Yeah. You know, you, like you said, Safe Place yeah. came about through social media. Mm. Yeah, but I think also, uh, For example, we are 19 years old now, so we really grew up with the social media and yeah. our phones. Since I'm a young, young, young teenager, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, yeah. I have my like smartphone, not even For a phone, years, I have my... Like 11 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I think even more than the 25 years old people, we are really into social media, smartphones, mm. etc. And... Uh, We grew up with this, so we had to learn how to deal with the offline and online. And nobody knew that it will be like such a, a big thing, you know. Yeah. So I think now we are learning to uh, let our phone out of the room. Your generation mm. had to discover this, really, yeah. because so we're probably of the generation above that where yeah. it was introduced just after we were teenagers. Mm. and. And often it's people of our age and above who are telling people how things should be working. But actually, your generation and younger have grown up and have had to discover how to work this into your lives yourselves. And actually, that's why I think the sort of the young generations are now like you, like the Greta Thunbergs of the world are now speaking up because you have a unique position in this world where you actually have fully lived with this your whole life. Yeah. yeah. It's the, the thing is that since... I mean, I saw on Facebook that um, I created my account in 2008. So I was right. eight year old. And eight. Yeah. Wow. And so from eight year old, I had access to anything. Yeah. You know, like news, uh, killings, murders, mm -hmm. like sex, everything. So I think we're also aware of more stuff. Oh. Well, the extremes have become normalized. Yeah. Yeah. So that's normal to you because you've grown up yeah. with it, I suppose. So. And actually, one of the episodes uh, of yours that I watched on YouTube and you were talking about sexuality and how actually for a lot of you, sex and your sexuality was something that came in um, kind of sort of came into your awareness so early on and yet you didn't really understand it and so again it's these things that are really normalized at such a young age but without the maturity to really understand what's going on and and I think for men and for women that's uh you know that's problematic and and in that in the same way that for women they didn't really understand it perhaps a lot of the boys didn't understand it either and weren't necessarily aware of 
of the impact of their actions because they didn't understand what they were really doing. Mm. It's true that sexuality and sex came really early in our life. First, because we were, we started, so I was not, you know, sexualized obviously when I was eight year old, but when we started like being on Instagram, being friends and everything, we were like 13 or 14. And mm. at this moment, this since we looked older and we would put makeup on, at this point, we were to the world like adults. adults. Yeah. Mm. And so we acted and in our life, I think, like, like, adults. like adults, like because we, that's all we knew. Like yeah. all around us, people, our friends, people that we would go out with were only adults. So we acted the same way, mm. but it was not normalized. Like sex wasn't normalized, I think. You know what I mean? I, I, like I, I, it wasn't normal, but we would do it anyway. Like I, sexuality and stuff, like dressing up, you know, being sexy. I think it and was really weird because when you're young and you're playing adults, it disturbs, but at the same time, everybody loves this. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and I think it's why Gucci Gang started because we were on Instagram and take it it's like so seriously mm. for the other generation. It was crazy to see four girls, uh, 13, 14 years old, dressing up crazy, uh, doing some like Naomi Campbell face on the Instagram <laughs> picture. Yeah. They were like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then on, on the social network, they could see that we're going to like nightclubs and mm. hanging out with drinking, cool people, yeah. drinking, uh, smoking cigarettes. And so... And it was working because we were yeah, young. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. if we were at like the same style, the same face, the same everything, yeah. but we were even 19, so young, but not that young, it would uh, ne uh, like never worked, you know? Yeah. Well, I think people like the, you know, femme, we call it this in France, like femme enfant, it's like the, the um, girl uh, grown up, like uh, acting like she's an adult. Yeah. Yeah, and all the boys they love this. Uh, I f yeah, I remember and I saw some conversations. Now that I think about it, you know, like I feel like I, it's I, so I, weird. Yeah, I remember like we were always talking like, yeah, I'm talking to this boy. He's like 32 year old, like or some shit like that. And I remember and I was like, you're like we were 14 year old. That's not okay. And for us, it was normal. It was so normal. Yeah, like right problem, now yeah. we could date people that are 30 or 28. Yeah, yeah. That's okay because we're grown up. Yeah. But at this point, yeah. We were so like Not into, into the, the, the thing world. that we thought that it was normal mm. that we didn't realize that it was not okay, you know, and yeah. that so many like yeah. actual grown-ups. Well, it's bad because were because the, pe the yeah. people around you. We were so the, young. the whole point, so I young. guess, when you, when people are that young, is that the people around you who should know better should have not maybe let that happen. Yeah, but actually, the people time, around us, they were like, yeah, like that's weird. Like you should not go out with. People, but we were like, yeah, but you know what? I'm making money. I'm mm. I'm 14. I'm 15. Yeah, I look old. It becomes like, glamorized. I dress doesn't up. It? You glamorous. know, I go out. Mm. But yeah. we, when I see pictures and I remember all we were, I'm like, oh my we God. were kids. If like, you, yeah. if you had 13, 14 year old sisters doing what you did when you were 13, 14, what would your advice be? My advice would be, uh, I, I mean, I know because I had, I had, I have sister that were older than me and so she was I, the little sister <laughs> doing yeah. this <laughs> so I was the little sister doing this when they were like they grew up uh, playing uh, I think there's well, I will say it after so my sister <laughs> were like what the fuck is wrong with you like you're a 13 year old you're 14 year old and you want to go out and drink and you have to be careful like it's so dangerous it's not normal me when I was your age 
And so they kind of, you know, tried to stop me mm. in a way that were that was too intense, you know. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck you all. I'm going to go out anyway uh-huh. and smoke and do it more. Yeah, the rebellious. You know? the yeah, rebellious so team. we were like yeah. doing so much shit that we were so in, so much in danger. Sometimes I remember stuff we did and we're like, my God, like nothing happened to us that's crazy. So yeah. if I had a little sister, I would say, do it. Like if you want to go out, if you want to drink, if you want to do it, but let me know what you're doing, you know, mm. yeah. let me know what you're doing. And we have careful. to say that's, that's not advice to 13-year-old girls listening, by the way. That's just to your sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think what is important when you have, like, for example, like, Thais, she has a little sister. And I think that what's important if I had a little sister or something is that you don't have to tell me anything. But if you are in a position of danger or if you're scared of something, don't be scared of me. Mm. It's like, you can be safe to tell me anything. It's just that because me... Like my sister, sorry sisters, but <laughs> like I felt so scared about them that I prefer to sleep in the street yeah. than to go home at 3 a.m. because I don't find anywhere to stay. You mm. know, I prefer to sleep in the street and put myself in danger wow. than to risk them to tell my parents. Crude but this too, is yeah. what's really interesting is that everybody is growing up with these different experiences and um, what what you're creating is a safe place that no matter what that what that experience is or that, you know, that there is somebody that you can reach out to and that you can you can find support and uh, sisterhood and community. Right. Um and we touched on we touched on the idea of of activism before and and social media and how um how young people in particular are so energized and have so much power as activists but i think the word activist um can be off-putting or seem um extreme and actually what you're what you're doing isn't extreme you're not yeah. go, you're not doing anything violent or you're not doing any kind of any sort of civil disobedience and you're really just creating something positive by creating community um and i think i think that's a really interesting thing to break down because there's a lot of people this for you guys came out of noticing that you didn't have what you needed, the support that you needed. And you went and created that for the people around you and for the next generation. Um, but what about the people that don't necessarily, they're maybe not so brave or they don't, you guys are like a team, right? You had each other that you could do this together with. What about people that feel kind of alone in the mission that they're fighting for? This, uh, this is very, because even we receive a lot of messages on Safe Place. Uh, how can I participate? Uh, um, I'm interested in this uh, uh, about feminism since a long time, but I don't know how to engage myself. It's uh, mm. a lot of people are asking questions like this, mm. and I think it, there's no rules. Like yeah, yeah. You, I think with a movement like this on social media, it's really easy to join a crew, mm. or you know, you can That's speak with people. That's the good thing with social media is that mm. you can meet people. Like honestly, if you type on like a, me, for example. I have, uh, not right now, but I have a skin disease. It's called psoriasis, you know? If you type, like, on internet, like, I have psoriasis and uh, I want to talk about it, like, Paris or anything, I'm sure you will find... I mean, I did. I found people. Mm. You tap the hashtag on Instagram, there was people posting. You just comment the picture and be like, can we talk on DM? 
and yeah. I'm sure the guy or the girl will talk with you. Mm. I think it's like yeah, it's you can f search for anything, any forum. There is everything on the yeah. internet, mm. everything. Yeah. So there's bad things, of course, about yeah, it. But there's good things. But it's you yeah. know. And also, you have a kind of a cover on internet, so, yeah, so you can hide if you're not ready. Okay, and I think that's yeah. really important, especially with some of the the things that you're talking about with safe place. And the whole point is that it's safe. Right, and yeah. there's there's a lot of people. Um, if we're talking about maybe intimidation towards women or violence towards women, who might feel too afraid to share their story yeah. publicly. It's funny because the internet make you feel like anonymous, you know. Yeah. So even when the girls sending their uh, emails to us uh, saying they had like a really big uh, problem and everything, sometimes we know the girls. You can recognize the name in the mm. mail, mm. but it feels uh, like. I don't know, uh, far from, yeah. yeah. And even when I see them in real life, I feel like it's not the same. Yeah. It's a part of her that, you know, yeah. wanted to talk to us. But I think in real life, she will never come to me and say this crazy no. story to me, you know. And uh, I see a lot of girls that we know that are sending yeah. email. And I feel like but it's another part so, of them yeah. and it's on the safe place. So it's not me, you know, they yeah, are not yeah. sending a message to me. So I think there is a part of uh, anonymity. Like uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The more the time goes with safe place being on and everything, the more we receive message from girls we know, we actually know. Like mm. That's interesting. You yeah. know, yeah. they feel like... Yeah, they look and everything, <laughs> and now they feel safe to talk about that's that. That's great, because that's kind of the nature Not of activism, <clears throat> is that you it's one step at a time, and it's, it's small steps, and maybe having one conversation might lead to another conversation, yeah. and, it, and it snowballs, and no massive change, this is really doesn't just happen like that overnight. Yeah. And so if you want to create change, having a few conversations will then open up to more and more and more yeah. and it snowballs and it picks up. And that's how like a few small people can make a big difference. Yeah. It's and not think not looking at the ultimate big yeah, picture, yeah. but just It's funny because I had this conversation with my mom the other day because, uh, you know, she's a vegetarian. She's uh, very into uh, ecology and everything. And I ask her now uh, that we're going to go uh, like uh, live in uh, the like in another apartment, everything, you never, um, you never got really uh, into uh, an uh, association or anything. And I asked her why, and she told me that her goal was to talk about uh, her being a vegetarian to her friends that are, uh -huh. they could be vegetarian, or she just speak to like three or four person, and it's uh, how she fights, and she just fights you know, for like a little, little changes. Yeah, yeah. It's important. Great, and she, she doesn't uh, want to be in a big... Uh, mm. There is some kind of fascism around being an activist. Like you have to be an activist. Yeah. You have to fight for something. And sometimes I think it's possible to feel judged because you don't... Because you don't. You don't yeah. know or like you don't really fight for something. Yeah. But at the same time, you have convictions, you know? Yeah. And I think it's important to not feel judged. Like, if you don't want to fight on internet or be a fucking activist and do, like, have a blog and <laughs> talk on a, you know, a journal, it's okay. You can just, like, Chill. do it <laughs> yeah. in a small way. Like, yeah, just, just be interested yeah. about yeah. things and talk to, to your friends and people around yeah. you. And it's important to not feel, like, yeah. judged. 
You know, I think you're not judge. You can do anything you want. We need, uh, we need mm. people like uh, Greta Thunberg, and we need uh, people like my mom or like yeah. us. Yeah. At it's different every stages, different levels. You know? Yeah, yeah. But every way count. It's just and important to not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could never be like Greta and no. speak yeah. in front of like Donald Trump and speak a pro yeah. like. A but that can be paralyzing. <laughs> so the, some people might see that and think. I can't do that, so I yeah. can't, I don't know how to start, and that, yeah. that's a, a dangerous side to yeah, the, this, true. like putting a, an activist on yeah, a pedestal yeah, yeah. like that. So, like you say, like your mum, your mum is a perfect advocate for this. You know, just if you want to just do it to your with your community, yeah. or even just for yourself, even just for yourself, that makes that's a difference. Like and that's people. that's where it comes down to you, kind of meeting people where they are. Like it doesn't for yeah. for everything. What level of conversation I'm comfortable with yeah. is going to be different to you or, you know, and, and maybe not. But when um, when you said about the girls that you know or, or vaguely know uh, sending emails, but then they're not necessarily want to talk in person, that's an, another perfect example because it's like they're ready to talk behind the veil of or the security blanket of an email, but they are still not ready to necessarily kind of cross the um, the cliques and the different groups, you know. But it's letting people just come in as much as they are ready to. And yeah. when they're ready, maybe they take another step and then another one. Yeah. But like right now, it's just they're here and that's enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Giving them permission to kind of be be yeah. where they are yeah i think it's uh, a big part also is uh, we don't know how to uh, hear uh, a story that is uh, very hard you know mm-hmm. and we've discovered that even in our crew mm-hmm. um sometimes we see girls that are very tra- traumatized and it's not because of their story that is very hard but it's because uh, of the uh, way people reacted to it to, to it and uh-huh. it's, i think it's wow. more hard Like if you say Perception. to your mom that you were raped, sometimes if your mom doesn't react the way you want her to react, it's harder than the rape itself. Mm-hmm. And it's really weird. So I think um, Safe Place was also about uh, being without any judgment and be like, okay, if the people that you told uh, you told your story to and they didn't rea- like react like you wanted tell safe place and we're gonna just receive the email and read it and say like thank you we wrote mm. like we wrote, we read it you know so i think it's really important to learn how to react to a story mm, yeah. how to receive a story what to say to a girl that you feel she wants to say something and that's a sensitivity so, that i guess in your yeah, experience yeah. you develop yeah. i i host circle women's circles at home so small circles of friends and um and and people that that i feel need a, a space to share and, and be supported so kind of similar um in a way But what what we always do is rather than try to kind of offer advice or react is ask them what they need at the end. So they'll share whatever it is and maybe it's a story, maybe it's an emotion, whatever it may be. And then when they finished saying, and what do you need? Like it's, yeah, it's really, really empowering people to... to um, to connect to that and and work out what it is that yeah. they need but also on on the flip side for me as a facilitator it really teaches me to listen in a different way yeah. because you just you have to uh take your own 
emotion and reactions out of things because we all have our own stories that feed into the way that we react to things yeah. and giving people the space to to have what they need rather than what you feel like you should be doing yeah. in response so it's this amazing is, yeah. that you're developing that intelligence and, and yeah because yeah, at uh, first yeah, we received the, 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 the emails and we were like Oh, oh what the fuck like yeah. <laughs> what am I supposed to do yeah. to yeah. say yeah. yeah but actually even so uh, I mm. hear a lot of this to take the example of a rape for example uh, most of the time even if people are saying you were raped it was terrible for you everything they're gonna give you advices so you're gonna mm. be like oh maybe you should uh, go to uh, uh, you should uh, you should uh, Uh, go to the police. You go to the police. You, know, you should talk to the guy. Told him that it's not good. You should do that. And for the girl, if she doesn't want to go to the police or talk to the guy, it's gonna be very hard because she she's gonna feel like she's not strong do, enough. Yeah, not she doesn't right do it the right way. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to go to the police. Sometimes you don't want to talk to the guy. You just mm -hmm. want to talk. If to you talk somebody. to your friends, it's because yeah. you don't want to talk to the guy. So, yeah. Yeah. and I think. These advices, even if they are not mean, they can uh, hurt the people. So I think your mm. your technique is uh, way more intelligent yeah. and uh, yeah. better. So we need to really learn how to react to stories. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, it's teaching. You know, we are teaching yeah. ourselves. Yeah, exactly. By teaching others mm. is the whole point of safe place yeah. because we don't know anything. Yeah, we actually, when uh, not like two years yeah. ago, <laughs> we wouldn't have like the same, how do you discourse? Yeah, like speech as we have now. It we just changed so much. Every every time we do something, it's changing because yeah, you know, it was never about. I feel like everybody should have a. A feminist uh, media to take care about uh, of because <laughs> it's just like uh, you grew up so Every much. Day, like, oh. If I I wouldn't have a safe place, it like my life would be like really different mm. in my way of understanding thinking. stuff yeah. and mm. seeing like it's the best. It's uh, like every time we receive a story by email and stuff, even if it's some stories are similar, but every time it's like making me understand more like of an issue, you know. Like seeing it in a different way, or uh, and it's honestly like teaching us so much. I feel like yeah. it yeah. made us grow up so much. I think we should uh, open the email and everybody should read like three emails per day yeah. <laughs> to learn to yeah. Yeah, yeah. listen to people, to hear yeah. more stories, and yeah, it's very important. I think that's awesome. Such a great, great message. I, I feel like the more you, the more you learn as well, the more you realize that there is to learn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. What is it? The more, the more I learn, the less I know, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we always end on a last question. So the the, the title of this episode is uh, "Can small voices make a big difference?" Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's what we were saying before. Like every voice is so important. I think yeah. it's. You have to try to make a change at any scale possible, even if it's on yourself. Because if you change, and you, you will change others. Yeah. You know, even if it's like passive and just talking, it's going to change something, mm. I think. So every scale is different. Every voice, every thought are, are, are important. Even if they are bad, you think bad to think better after, I think. Yeah. Teach yourself. 
Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank you. Thank you. The only way you create change is by standing up and campaigning for those things you care for. If we hold ourselves individually to hire a cat, the world will be a better place. For me, communication is, is the key to absolutely everything. How can we all save the what world? it means to be a man or indeed a human. There's no such thing as a stupid question. The Can We Just Ask podcast starts conversations that matter. Thanks so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. If you want to get involved in the second half of this conversation, you can join us in London on the 20th of November. Tickets are available at canwejustask.co and we hope to see you there. And the conversation will be called Can Anyone Be an Activist? So if this really did rile you up or make you want to get involved, then it'll be a good place to come, ask your questions, make your statements and we can get the discussion going. So hopefully we'll see you there. Thank you for listening.